You ready to continue to unlock the power of digital marketing? Yeah, we're going to continue in this episode as we dive deep into what is digital marketing. We're going to explore more about why digital marketing is essential for your business today and provide you with those examples of the different tactics we're discussing that you can use to reach and engage your target audience online. Are you ready to continue learning about what digital marketing is for beginners? Then stay tuned and find out. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology and I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What the heck is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another dose of What is Digital Marketing Learning? I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. And did you listen to the last episode? Did you listen to episode 408? We started the What is Digital Marketing for Beginners? And this is a continuation of that episode. We're just going over the landscape here, that whole umbrella explanation of what digital marketing is. And we got into what social media marketing is. And because I spent some time explaining what we're going to be doing for the next few episodes, it took a little longer in the last episode. So I'm continuing here. So be sure to go check out episode 408. It kind of lays the groundwork of where we're going here in this episode and for the next few episodes. So we started talking about digital marketing being the practice of promoting products and services using your digital channels. We're talking social media, search engines, email, and all the other platforms. And we got through social media marketing, but we didn't touch base on SEO, email marketing, and PPC and content marketing, which we're going to get into right now here. That means current on the slate of discussion is search engine optimization, SEO for the faint of heart or for the less faint of heart. Now, this is the practice of optimizing your website and its content so that you rank higher up in the search engine results page, which some people call the SERP or SERPs. You want to be ranking for those related keywords. And I use the example of when we're talking about my website and what it is we talk about here. We talk about obviously online marketing, digital marketing, podcasting, and course creation. So I want to rank. Obviously, I want to rank for my name. Oh, don't forget to rank for your name. Are you trying to rank for your name? You should always be trying to rank for your name. So if someone searches Tracy Brinkman, they want to see my website first. You want to rank for these as high as possible in the SERPs for those relevant keywords for that free organic traffic. SEO is a critical component of digital marketing as it helps business increase their visibility, right? We see everybody on there, right? And drive organic traffic to your website. And the nice thing about organic traffic is, you know, it's free, right? But here are some of the key components that go into a successful SEO strategy. Keyword research. Yeah, I know you've heard that one so many times. Keyword research is that process of identifying the keywords and the phrases that your target audience is searching for. Now, by understanding what your audience is searching for, you can create 
relatable content that meets their needs and ranks high on those search engines, up in them SERPs. Another component of it is on-page optimization. Now, on-page optimization refers to the elements in your website that can be optimized for the search engines. We're talking about page titles, meta descriptions, headers, as well as the content. Here's the thing. By optimizing these elements, you can improve your website's relevance and your authority in the eyes of the search engine. Very important in getting that, that free organic traffic. Now you have off-page optimization as well. Now off-page optimization refers to the factors that impact your website authority outside of your website, such as the backlinks, social signals, and brand mentions. By building strong backlinks in your profile, by building a strong backlink profile and establishing a presence on social media, you can improve your website's visibility as well as its authority. And both of them come into play. And then you got the technical optimization, you know, technical optimization that refers to all those technical WYSIWYG aspects of your website. I say that because you know, I'm not a tech, I'm not a technophobe, but I'm not a geek as, some, as good as some people are. But we're talking about things like your page speed, how mobile friendly are you, and your overall site structure. By ensuring your website is fast, easy to navigate and mobile friendly, you can improve the user experience and make it easier for the search engines to crawl and index your site. And Google's out there paying attention. If you're giving the users a bad experience, they're not gonna keep sending traffic to you, right? So you wanna pay attention to that. And then measuring results. You're gonna hear me say this time and time again. As with any marketing strategy, it's essential to measure the results of your SEO efforts. Look at the metrics such as organic traffic, keyword rankings, and conversion rates to determine what's working and what's not. All right. Now, let's talk about some examples. I want to keep giving you examples so that you can kind of link how this stuff works. Let's talk about Moz. Moz is Beginner's Guide to SEO. Now, this is a comprehensive resource that covers all the aspects of SEO. The guide has been the staple of the SEO industry for years and has helped countless businesses improve their search engine rankings. Why do you think I'm mentioning that? Because this is an example of successful SEO campaigns because they put something out there about SEO and to get it up there, they used SEO to do it. Let's talk about HubSpot's blog. HubSpot's blog is a prime example of effective SEO. By consistently publishing high quality, relevant content, HubSpot has been able to rank a wide range of keywords and drive a significant amount of organic traffic to their web for free, ladies and gentlemen. Now, of course, it costs them to create the content, but they're not paying for the traffic, right? Backlinko's skyscraper technique, Backlinko skyscraper technique is a link building strategy that involves creating high quality, in-depth content and reaching out to the websites that have linked to similar content in the past. Now, this technique has been incredibly effective at generating high quality backlinks and improving their search engine rankings. Now, think about this. You see, you come across a website that has content that an authority in, so you create that content and you reach out to them and say, hey, check this out. It's on my blog. I created something. I thought maybe your users might be benefit from this content. And then they link to it. Now you've got, ah, uh, do you feel me? All right. Now, overall, 
SEO is a critical component of a digital marketing strategy that can help your business, any business out there, increase their visibility and drive more organic traffic to your website. All you got to do is really understand these key components of the significant SEO strategy and measure your results. Ladies and gentlemen, please continue to do that time and time again. You can inc increase your search engine rankings and drive results for your business with this strategy. All right, I think I've blabbed on enough about SEO. Let's talk about email marketing. I love me some email marketing. Email marketing is a highly effective form of digital marketing and involves, of course, sending emails. As I mentioned in the last episode, it involves sending targeted message to subscribers to promote your products or services, to build relationships, and then of course, to drive conversions. It is one of the most effective marketing channels out there with an average ROI of, wait for it, 38 to one. Yeah, 38 to one. Now let's get into some of the weeds here, right? Here's some of the key components of a successful email marketing campaign. And I'll do a whole episode on each one of these individually. Not each one of these components, but of each one of these tactics. So we'll do an episode on SEO. We'll do an episode on email marketing. But let's go over it here overall. First thing you want to do? Well, you got to build your email list. Yeah, <laughs> duh, right? The first step in email marketing is building your email list. This involves simply collecting email addresses of your website visitors, your social media followers, or any other sources you have out there. Does someone buy your ebook? get their email address. Did someone raise their hand saying, hey, Tracy, I'm interested in your stuff when you were at some event? Get their email address. It's important to obtain consent from your subscribers and ensure that your emails comply with anti-spam laws. Please hear me on that. Don't be spamming, folks. I am not a fan of that. Then you're going to want to segment your list. Once you have an email list, it's essential to segment that list because no two subscribers are created alike. You're going to want to segment your list based on perhaps demographics, perhaps their interest, perhaps their behaviors, perhaps how they came into your sphere of influence. How did you get them in there? Oh, I found all these people at a networking event. Well, they might have a separate set of interests or all these people bought my $5,000 high ticket program. Well, you don't want to be sending them your $97 because it's probably already included. In all your, you feel me? So you're going to want to segment your list. This allows you to send targeted messages that are relevant to each subscriber, which is going to drive up your engagement, which drives up your deliverability as well. And inside there, you're going to want to create some compelling content. The content of your emails is critical in driving that engagement and those conversions. It's important to create a compelling subject line, right? Compelling headlines and compelling body copy that grabs the reader's attention and encourages them to take action. Now, one of the big things, and we'll get into this more in, in the next episode where we talk about emails, don't be giving them 13 links inside the emails. Give them one. Right. I learned this way back when in my uh, my marketing days, you give someone too many choices. They make no choice at all. Anyway, moving on. Now, you want to have some eye catching templates, right? There's the uh, plain old black and white. I'm just going to keep it with text. Well, yeah, you can go that way or you can design your emails so that they impact the engagement. It's important to create visually appealing templates that are easy to read 
and easy to navigate, but still catch their eye, right? It includes using images, colors, branding elements that aligned with your brand, or at least aligned with the message you're trying to, you're trying to be a little silly, have some silly gifts in there. You're trying to be staunch and serious, well, have some seriousness in there, but you just align and create some eye-catching templates and keep them reading, draw their eye down. And you know what I'm going to say next, right? Yeah, that's right. Measure results. As with any marketing strategy, it's essential to measure the results of your email marketing campaigns. Look at the metrics that you have, like uh, open rates, click-through rates, and conversion rates, again, to determine what's working, what's not. Do you need to resegment your list? Now, let's talk about some examples. Some examples of successful email marketing campaigns that I have seen are things like, oh, JetBlue's You're Not a Robot. This is an email campaign that was designed to increase engagement and encourage their subscribers to update their preferences, right? You've been there, right? If you fly, if you travel, if you've been on anyone's website, quite often they have a space for you to create your own preferences for things. Well, the email was featured with a fun quiz and it asked the subscribers to identify which images contained a JetBlue plane. The campaign was a huge success and had a 6% click-through rates and a 3% conversion rate. That's not like big numbers, but you know, when you've got as many customers as JetBlue, and we're talking about that Coca-Cola example from the previous app, you don't remember that one? Go back and listen to it. When you deal with big numbers, 6% and 3% is pretty darn good. All right, Warby Parker Homes, right? They had the Trome Tryon campaign. Now this was designed to promote their try before you buy program this was an email that featured personalized product recommendations and a call to action to try on frames at home the campaign was super effective and had a five percent conversion i don't know about you anybody that knows email marketing that's actually pretty damn good there's one for a airbnb the wonderless campaign which was designed to inspire the subscribers to travel and book through Airbnb. Well, of course, that's what they want them to do. The email features some stunning images of travel destinations and, here's the key, personalized recommendations based on the subscriber's previous bookings. So if I frequented, say, I don't know, Montana, I wouldn't see recommendations in Texas because it just wouldn't make sense. The campaign again, like the others, was a huge success and this one had a 15% click-through rate. I can't remember what the uptick was in bookings made, but I'm sure it was pretty good. Yeah, again, I give you these examples to remind you that email marketing is a powerful tool for businesses looking to build relationships. There's the key right there in any of this marketing. You wanna build relationships with your audience so that you can promote your products or services and drive conversions. By understanding the key components of a successful email marketing campaign and measuring results, you can create effective campaigns, effective emails, and drive results for your business. Maybe you can get that 38 to one ROI. All right, the last two we have here before we wrap up today, I wanna to make sure we get through them all, is PPC, pay-per-click advertising. Now this is a highly effective form of digital marketing like all the others, right? And it involves placing ads on search engines or social media platforms and paying when someone clicks on your ad. 
PPC allows businesses to reach a highly targeted audience and drive significant traffic to their website fast on a dime. You could design on a marketing campaign today, create the ad content and have it posted on a website in an hour. That it's just that fast, maybe two hours, but you feel me on this, right? So let's talk about some of the successful components of PPC advertising. Yep. Keyword research. You're going to hear that one again. Yeah. You got to identify those keywords and those phrases, just like you were talking about for your website SEO. That's how you're going to get those targeted audience members on there by understanding what your audience is looking for, what their pain points are. You can create those campaigns that meet their needs with highly relevant search terms. And then there's the ad creation. That makes sense, right? Ad creation involves creating good ad copy and eye-catching images to choose the right call to action, right? And one call to action on top of that. The goal is to create ads that grab their attention and encourage them to click through to the website and hopefully convert at the same time. The targeting, yeah, it's going to be pretty significant, right? The PBC allows you to target your ads to a very specific audience based on demographics, interests, behaviors, and a whole range of other factors. Hey, they visited my site. They landed on this page on my site, but they didn't buy, right? You could really get specific. And this allows you to reach the right people at the right time with the right message, right? And then, of course, a landing page. A landing page is going to be that little space on the web that people are going to land on when they do eventually click on your ad. And it's important to create landing pages that are highly relevant to the ad copy that they just clicked. And then they offer a clear call to action. A clear call to action, ladies and gentlemen. One. Now, this can help improve your conversion rates and drive even more leads or more sales, depending on what you're trying to get them to do. And, of course... You're going to want to measure those results. And we're not talking about just the conversion. When I say measure results, I'm about through the whole life, right? Did I get enough exposures? Did, how was the click-through rate? How was the conversion rate? What was the cost per click, right? Where was it exposed? Am I getting better over here and not so good over there? If I'm seeing success on this one, why is that one not winning, right? You can't look at just how many sales you made. You got to look at everything. Well, I only made one sale. Well, the click-through rate sucked. Okay, well, let's get the click-through rate up. Well, now the conversion rates suck. Well, let's fix that. Now, what's my cost per click? Man, my targeting is wrong. You're right, so you gotta look at everything. All right, I wanna give you some examples here. We're just, let's use Airbnb once again. Airbnb had the experiences campaign that was designed to promote new experiences feature, which allowed users to book unique experiences in cities all around the world. Now, the campaign targeted people who were searching for things to do in specific cities that included engaging ad copy, eye-catching images, and that clear call to action. The campaign was a huge success, and I say that because they saw an additional 20% in bookings. Holy cow. 20%, I'll call that a success. Let's go back to the uh, Dollar Shave Club again. They had the One Wipe Charlie's campaign, which was designed to promote their flushable wipes. I wish I had a toilet sound right there. This campaign included engaging ad copy, a clear call to action. Really, it was more specifically saying, hey, sign up for the subscription. And the campaign was so highly effective that it had a 700% increase in their sales. What? I think that's the biggest increase I have not down here. 
here's the thing. PPC can be hugely effective, right? If you reach the right targeted audience and drive the right traffic to your website and your landing page is dialed in. But you're going to need to understand those key components of the successful PPC ad campaign, measure results, and boy, can you create an effective campaign to drive 700%? Yeah, you could drive some business with that. Now we got content marketing. This is the last one we're talking about, and then we're going to wrap this up for today. I didn't think it was going to take 40 minutes to explain this, but I just, ugh, I'm so passionate about this topic. Can you tell? Can you, okay. So content marketing. Now, this is a strategic approach to digital marketing. Now, it includes creating, distributing, valuable, relevant, and magic word, consistent content so that you can attract and retain a clearly defined audience. It could be a podcast. It could be a blog. It can be a YouTube channel, any number of channels. Ultimately, you want to drive what we'll call a profitable customer action. Now, one of the most effective ways to build a strong brand identity is to establish yourself as a thought leader in your industry. And this is what content does. Now, let's talk about some of the ways of building a successful content marketing strategy. Like many of the others, what am I going to say? Yeah, that's right. You need to identify your damn audience. The first step in content marketing is to identify your target audience. Who are you shooting for? Who are you trying to talk to? Who are they? What are their pain points? And what kind of content do you have that they will find value? Understanding your audience is critical to creating content that resonates with them. You just can't get on a microphone or on a keyboard and babble and expect people to come. They might, or you may get lucky. But how much do you think your odds will go up if you take a few minutes? Let's say a couple of hours, a whole day even. One, take one day, take a weekend and figure out who your target audience is. Yeah, you do that. I guarantee you the rest of the dominoes will just start to fall right into place because it goes right into the next step. Now you're going to create compelling content that is essential, ladies and gentlemen, for your success in a content marketing strategy. This includes blog posts, videos, podcasts, infographics, lead magnets, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. The goal right, is to create content that provides value to your audience and helps establish you or your brand or your team as the thought leader in your niche, in your space, in your industry. Now, what are you gonna do? You're gonna distribute your content. Well, no, of course I'm gonna get it out there. Once you've created your content, it's important to distribute it effectively. I can't tell you how many times I've been talking to a budding entrepreneur and they're like, oh man, I got these amazing articles. Really? How many people have read it? Well, no wonder they're sitting here on my hard drive. Well, they're not doing anybody any damn good out there. You could create the most amazing lead magnet, the most amazing blog posts. But if you don't share it with anybody, they did anybody any good, except maybe you, right? Knowing that you could create it. It's important to distribute it. And it's also really important to distribute it effectively. Now, this includes sharing your content on social media, but not just sharing it on social media. You're going to want to promote it with your e, and you're going to want to optimize it for the search engines, right? You starting to feel how this all starts to fit together now, right? Well, if you just create a, a blog post and you share it on social media once, eh, you might get a few hits. But 
if you share it on social media and you share it with everyone that's on your email list and you optimize it to bring in people that don't know who you are, but because they're searching for that particular type of content, the, the SERPs out there lift you up and they say, you might want to check out Tracy's new blog. It fits perfectly with that search term you just put in there. Bam, you got someone new, get them on their email list, get them on your social media and the wheels keep on turning. And of course, what am I gonna tell you now? Measure your results. Yeah, that's right. Here's one of the things. When I first started this podcast, I focused heavily. Well, I focused 100% on doing interviews. I brought on some amazing entrepreneurs at multiple levels. I'm way up here earning millions and one was even a billionaire, right? And then some folks that were just starting, getting this range of folks. And then about three months in, I started dropping episodes like this right that were just me sharing my experiences and my thoughts on the industry the niche and i started noticing i started measuring the results and i saw that i was seeing more listens and longer listen times you know they were completing more of the episode on the solo episodes now mind you i didn't stop doing the interviews because i enjoyed them and it brought me more interesting people to listen to and engage with, which tickled my mind to create content that I might not have thought of creating at the time that I ended up creating it as a result of those conversations. But the metrics told me something and I began listening. So I started doing more of these episodes like you're listening right now. So you're going to pay attention to engagement, pay attention to the traffic, pay attention to the conversions on your, your content marketing as well. Let's talk about Red Bull. Red Bull did a print and a digital magazine that featured content relating to extreme sports, music, and culture, right? The magazine now has become a staple of, of the extreme sports community and has helped establish Red Bull as a thought leader in their industry. Yeah, I guess they gave themselves wings. I don't know, right? Let's talk about Sephora's Beauty Insider, right? I am the father of four beautiful girls and not all of them use Sephora products, but those that do, I guarantee you have read The Insider. It's a loyalty program that provides members with exclusive access to new products, promotions, and events. The program also features a blog that provides tips and advice on beauty and skincare. The program has been such a huge success and has, get this, 19 million members. Yeah, imagine if you even had 1% of that on your email list by sharing whatever content you have in a newsletter. Yeah, about that. Now, content marketing, again, is a powerful tool for building a strong brand identity, a strong thought leadership identity. Establish yourself as that thought leader in your niche, in your area, in your industry, and drive profitable customer actions, okay? Again, social media marketing, SEO, PC, email marketing, content marketing, these are all critical components of the successful overall digital marketing ecosystem. Each tactic plays a unique role in attracting, engaging, and converting potential customers into loyal advocates, right? And then turn your loyal advocates into your raving fans. These are the people that are out there telling people about your services without you even asking them to. I have one gentleman that this weekend, actually it was just yesterday, so it wasn't even the weekend, yesterday sent me two referrals. 
because I helped him start his podcast. He's like, oh my God, Tracy's so amazing. They were in a conversation. They were like, "Ah, I keep being told to start a podcast and he sent them my way. Right? Just because I've established myself as the thought leader in that industry, I get these types of things. You could get them to in your niche. Social media marketing, let's talk about that for a second can drive you traffic from your website and increase your brand awareness by creating engaging social media content that encourages, that it can be shared and creates that engagement, right? You can expand your reach and drive more traffic to your website. There you go. SEO, we talked about that, helps improve your website's visibility on the search engines, driving more organic traffic to your site by optimizing your website's content and structure for relevant keywords. What is your folks are searching for? Remember, gotta know your target audience. You can improve your search engine rankings and drive traffic to your website. Email marketing allows you to build relationships. It's all about building relationships. You're gonna get more sales out of relationships than you are out of anything else, as far as I'm concerned. So you're gonna use your email marketing to build a relationship with your audience and drive those conversions. Sending targeted message to your subscribers, you can promote your products and services, you can build their brand awareness, you can create that authority and drive conversions. PPC, well, this is advertising, this that allows you to target a very specific audience with highly relevant ads, driving traffic to your website, generating leads and or sales, all by targeting specific keywords and demographics. You can reach the right people with the right message right at the right time. And then finally, we talked about content marketing, which helps establish you, your brand, your organization, your company as a thought leader in your space, in your niche, in your industry. This will drive engagement and loyalty that know, like, and trust me. Like, man, I know this person. I've been listening to their podcast for a year now. I've been watching them on social media. I trust them. Yeah, it's going to drive that engagement. It's going to build that loyalty. And by creating valuable content that provides insights and advice to your audience, you're going to build that trust. You're going to build that no like and trust factor. And you're going to establish a strong brand identity. Now, when you use, that's, that's, use each one of those independently. When you use them together, these tactics can create this cohesive digital marketing ecosystem that attracts engages and converts prospects into customers, into advocates, into raving fans. For example, you could use your social media accounts to drive traffic to your website. You can use SEO to improve your website's visibility so that you can get people to sign up for your email list. You can use your email marketing to build those relationships with your audience. You can use PPC advertising to drive targeted traffic because now you've learned who your audience is. You know all about them. You know because you've built those relationships with them. You're going to bring more of them. You can drive that targeted traffic with PPC to your website. And then finally, content marketing is going to be used to establish you, your brand, or your organization as a thought leader in your space, in your niche and in your industry. By measuring your results and adjusting your strategy accordingly, you can create an effective digital marketing ecosystem that drives massive results for your business. Now, 
These two episodes have really just been an overview of each one of those. We're going to go into all five of them going forward over the next few episodes and give you even more details, examples, and steps that you can start taking action today to get the influence, the effective marketing, and establish the thought leadership that you're looking to start. All right. And we'll start that with episode 410. What we're going to be talking about, we're going to talk about setting up your digital marketing strategy. So you're going to want to set that strategy up first before you start taking the reins and attacking everything. All right. So with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.